Testing, testing. Hello. The third test. Please work this time. <laughs> Please work. We want you to work. You better work. <laughs> you better work. <laughs> Hi listeners, Alex here. I'm hosting today's very special interview and sitting down with our very own Sruti Islam to discuss her first published literary journal, Weird Era. Sruti Islam is a reader and sometimes writer who has over five years of experience working in publishing. In the summer of 2018, she was a judge for the Publishers Weekly Book Life Prize Project. She's the founder of Weird Era, a project launched in 2019. Since partnering with Libri St. Henry Books, Weird Era has developed into LSHB's Weird Era podcast, as well as a literary arts journal by the same name, available at Libri St. Henry Books. She is a Libra. Weird Era Volume 1 is a literary arts journal launched in partnership with Libri St. Henry Books. It is Good Art. The first issue features Heather O'Neill, Monica Heisey, Marlo Granados, Case and Sharp, Philodinos Tat, and many more. Hi, Srudi. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, Alex. It's so nice to be here. <laughs> and I really want listeners to know also that we are literally sitting in Srudi's, uh, at Srudi's dining room table right now. Where so. I record authors predominantly, <laughs> except that they are usually on a screen. So yeah, just thank you for making the long journey here. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for making the time in your busy schedule. Um, no, this is trippy. This is a trip. Yeah, it's weird. I, I yeah. wanted to give you the real, like, a whole bio I love at it. the beginning. I love it. Yeah, I yeah, I feel um, very shy right now, but also excited. And also, I can't wait to just hang out with my buddy, but that was a weird introduction <laughs> for when you're about to hang out with your buddy. <laughs> Don't let that happen to you people out there. It was a there. very formal introduction. <laughs> um, we're definitely going to have fun. Uh, if you guys remember, we've we've recorded episodes together before or rather one episode that we did and you all really seem to love it. And, um, I actually had a customer, what last week or a couple, no, it was like last week. Um, who picked up a copy of weird era at the front desk of the bookstore. Like one is, uh, ought to do. (laughs) And they said, Oh, so when is your episode interviewing Srudi going to come out on the podcast? And um, Alex immediately texted me, <laughs> like, Trudy, this customer just came in and was like, why haven't you? And he was like, why is this not happening? Let's do this. We're doing this now. And I was like, done, down, let's yeah. go. Yeah. Because we're just idiots for not having thought of it before. <laughs> I can't believe we didn't think of it. Um, anyways, so thank you. I really wish I remembered who it was so I could give them credit here. But yeah, thank you, whoever it was. Thank it's you. Uh, it's it's fine. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be fun. So um, I have like half weird era questions for you and then half... Um, Al- Alex is going to attack me on this yeah, episode. Yeah, <laughs> and then I'm going to attack you. It's just going to be half a Z-Way questions <laughs> that I really want to know. Uh, thank you, Alex. It's really nice to be here. Thanks for having me. So you have a great eye for... Um, Spotting early talent, and I don't want to say taking a chance on it, but rather emotionally investing in its success. There's a large list of writers that come to mind regarding this, but the most recent probably being Marla Granados, whose novel Happy Hour was recently published in the U.S. to great reception. Uh, She's also a contributor to Weird Era. 
and you championed happy hour since the beginning. Uh, you know, you we you interviewed her several times. Um, same can be said about Raven Lalani. Uh, the question here is, what does your specific brand of curation look like? Um, I think I. It's very much why I said, or I've written out the description as weird era. Um, you know, it doesn't really have an elaborate. Uh, descriptor of what its contexts are. I literally was just sitting there writing uh, the copy and thinking, it's good art. That's the best way I can describe it. This is good art. Um, And that is really all I am looking for. What that means, of course, varies from time to time. And who knows if I'm right? Of course, I think I'm right. Um, (laughs) But, uh, you know, I I have certain proclivities. Um... I really like reading women. I really like reading contemporary literature. I really like trying to understand the world. And um, that's why I'm not a great, like, nonfiction reader necessarily. Mm. I don't really, you know, people, we were just talking about this, how people tend to imbue a, like, certain level of intelligence on both of us. Yeah. And because I guess we're considered big big readers. And, of course, I do pride myself on, you know, being an intelligent person. I know Alex does and is as well. But, um... I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're idiots, listeners. Like, we're very well read, but for the most part. Um, and truly, truly, why do I read so much fiction? It's because it really is that much of a source of pleasure for me. It's not an intellectual, um, it's not homework. I feel like when we talk about it super intellectualized, that it comes across as homework. And so, again, what am I looking for? Good artwork, something that didn't feel like homework and made me feel a million things and think a bunch of things about relationships and how people behave. Like, that's exciting. Like, you mm-hmm. know, I feel like a lot of people would respond this way to television. It's a normal way of, yeah. of, of describing a relationship to television. But I, to me, it's just it's the same for books. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say also. It's like when I, when I say curation, I do mean, like, there is there are themes explored within weird era as a whole, you know what I mean? And especially in the, in the actual journal itself. Um, so yeah. You found there was a cohesive theme? I think so. I mean, that's fascinating. <laughs> like, tell me more. I, I truly, that was, that was definitely something that I talked about with the contributors and, or they asked, you know, is there something in particular you're looking for? Um, and it was very free to, freeing of, of me, I feel, but also potentially lazy. Maybe they hated it. I was really like, just show me show me something you've got. Like, the reason I'm reaching out to you in the first place is because mm. I think it's just going to be good, regardless of what it is. Um, Do you want me to tell you what... The cohesive theme is? Yeah, go ahead. It's, he's going to he's gonna be like, Strudy? Is like, no, 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 no. There's, there's two of them, I think, though. I think it's like... Um, and I don't even really know how to like describe this term, but it would be like adult youth. Like it's very like millennial. It's very millennial, but I don't, you know, I hate, I hate just applying that term to a work that's made by somebody who's in their early thirties. Yeah. But I think there's like this youthful adulthood about it. um, And vulnerability is the second theme. That is incredible (laughs) I'm so thrilled to hear that I mean you pointing it out and I guess this is yeah this is what I'm getting a seat in the weird era um, (laughs) you know experience because um, it's definitely not something I was thinking about really consciously when I made it but 
the fact that you've described it that way is extremely flattering to me because if I've accomplished that, then that's something that I think is really interesting and really mm. cool. Um, and I, those are themes that I'm very much interested in, actually, now that you're, you know, bringing it up. Um, <laughs> it, no, I, I, I'm, uh, I feel really, truly, like, touched by that read. It's, um, mm. it's not just a read of the text. It feels like it's a read of what I was set out to do, and I didn't even realize it. I'm reading you to shit, bitch. <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. I knew this was going to happen. I was so scared. <laughs> you, you can't see, guys, but I'm, like, fidgeting. <laughs> I'm, like, picking at, like, <laughs> um, like, a cloth in front of me. Um, well, it's also so funny just, like, making direct eye contact with you. Because even, uh, you know, like, our last episode was really just, like, kind of us chilling and, like, asking questions back and forth. But this is, like, different. So it's, like, uh, also, we've only ever done this podcast like seriously like, not when it's just you and I um over zoom or over recording so so I'm never like actually sitting with the person I'm watching them and right. making eye contact through a screen oh so. right and I'm like just staring straight ahead <laughs> because people who know no, me no but so life. am I like I'm not yeah I'm like this is weird like like we talk all the time but we don't talk this formally <laughs> this is just really funny <laughs> Kind of a fun one. The process of compiling a collection like this uh, has a lot of moving parts since the beginning. It's been like kind of in constant perpetual motion until it all finally came together. Um, you managed most of it on your own. What were some of your favorite moments you had while creating Weird Era, the literary journal? I really enjoyed the visual aspects. I got to work uh, with our designer, Marta. Truly, uh, as much as I do love literature and I loved working with this, you know, work that people wanted to uh, share with me, um, I knew also at the beginning, you know, I joke a lot about it in the copy in general about being a Libra. Um, and that is because, you know, if for nothing else, I genuinely care a lot about things looking beautiful. Mm. Um, obviously, that being subjective, but I I really am a visual person in many ways. Um, and so I feel like I said, that's what like, Beyonce said about me. Who do I think I am? Of course it is. <laughs> but, um, of course it is. But, um, but truly, you know, I, I'm not trying to like... Uh, sound like an asshole right now, but um, truly I I do find that stuff really, really enjoyable. Um, and so getting to, it, it was more about, it was beyond just like, it was it's beyond just like, um, oh, I wanted to make a, a, a this journal full of good text. I, I really did want it to look like beautiful. Like, and Alex and I actually, we both um, are similarly into the visual aspects in yeah. literature. Yeah. Um, we, you know, we're the kind of people that text each other about a cover and we're like, look at this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I judge every book <laughs> cover. Yeah, um, we, I, here we go. I'm calling yeah. people out. Canadian Publishing, step your game up. Um, yeah, when you get to see listeners, um, what the comparatives are between US, UK, and Canadian covers... We are shafted 
often. Yeah. Often. And it hurts and it burns. And I think, I think honestly, I, I think it's fair at this point to say, you know, again, thanks to uh, Mally, uh, our wonderful graphic designer um, for the store, um, and very much for Weird Era, I like to think that people are drawn to the bookstore also because of its like aesthetic curation. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. so, you know, uh, we were pretty creative about our tilt bags, our, our projects and things like that. Um, so yeah, I, I very much wanted to make a beautiful book. Mm-hmm. Like I knew what that looked like. And uh, that was really fun being able to go to Marta with ideas. Like, I think this writing is evoking this. How can we translate that onto, into a design? Yeah. And I have actually more questions about those two specific things. Um, so we're going to expand on them one at a time. Uh, you do make, yeah, you make this clear decision to include visual arts in Weird Era, and clearly you loved doing that, which was awesome. And I think it really lends itself well to the project. Um, why did you think it was important to also include visual art as a medium through which Weird Era could be filtered? Yeah, so basically because I wanted it to be beautiful. And obviously... No, but I want a different answer, too. (laughs) I wanted it to be beautiful. (laughs) You want... I mean, why? Why why won't you take me for face value? What do you think is beyond that? I can, but I think there's an expansion there. I... And I don't know what the answer is. That's why I'm asking it. I mean, it's it's just what I like. It draws... It's what draws me to... um, physical works like this. I like a magazine to have a really beautiful cover that pulls you in. Um, I like little breaks in the reading process where um, you finish a short story and then you just sort of find yourself meditating on like a painting that's like suddenly striking. I say in the, in the letter too that I, I sort of feel like after you're done reading it, you, you, you feel like you've just left an invigorating creative space, like how people feel when they go to an actual gallery. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where you actually, every room is a different room. Um, but I guess there is also this beautiful theme <laughs> in it too. Um, I'm now learning. Um, so yeah, it, it was more to encourage that feeling of like every page you're walking into a different room of this space. Thank you. That was the answer <laughs> I wanted. <laughs> I didn't know that was the answer I had. <laughs> See, this is just also a behind the scenes into the recording process where like, we definitely don't lead authors in a direction, but we kind of have to sometimes. Yeah, I mean... I'll ask things in different ways to get different answers. And I'm not shy, like future authors, if you're listening to this. I am um, low-key just trying to, like, get to know you as a person. Mm-hmm. Like, I know there's this often this conversation of, like, author and text are, like, separate. Uh, and obviously they are in so many ways, like, don't get me wrong. Um, but if I wanted to talk to you about ideas that I think you're interesting to talk about, then that's what I'm really getting at. Mm. Nicely done, Alex. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You Loki also made a bunch of my questions like irrelevant because you just addressed them all in one shot. But, I'm so sorry. No, but it's fine. And I think like it was difficult to write this interview also without, you know, we'll get to the second half where I think it's going to be a lot funnier and a lot messier than this is. Yeah. But like that's all, you know, when it's you and me, it's really hard to like structure a literary conversation without also being stupid friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It honestly is. Yeah. Like, imagine I wrote a book and you had to interview me about that book. Like, Oh, I could do it. 
Well, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> but also, it would be hard not to insert. <laughs> yeah, like things that, like, <clears throat> what was our phone conversation last week? What do I actually know you've been thinking about lately and vice versa? Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah. You also talked about um, designing Weird Era with Marta. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, tell me what that was like, because I was like, I wasn't really that involved. <laughs> like, that makes me sound terrible. No, 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 not in a bad way, not in a bad way. Like, you know, I'm running the store. I'm busy. Yes, like, yes, I have... Yes. <laughs> I have things on my plate. Yes. Um, but so you, you like really were in control of this entire project. Like maybe you sent a couple things to me to be like this one or this one, or like, what do you think about this? Is it a good fit? And like, I'd give you my yes or no. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So like walk me through like a design process. Cause you mostly worked as a publicist. Um, right. And I don't know how much of like even that, overlaps with the process of designing? I think I worked as a publicist because I think I do have a good eye. Um, But in terms of uh, like creating the thing, I have to say, first off, I'm getting a lot of credit for it, which is, I'm very grateful. It does. She very much does feel like my baby. Absolutely. And I take Mm. great pride in the fact that you're right. I made all of these choices. Uh, But the first thing was first is that I was just lucky enough um, to be able to reach out to a bunch of people I thought talented and they, you know, trusted my decision-making enough that they were like, I'll give you this thing. Mm -hmm. um, And then you do what you want with it, which is tremendously like very cool. It's just very cool. Um, And I thank every single one of the contributors for that. Um, It's, it's crazy. I like, I wouldn't have a book, like the reason that people are saying this book is so beautiful is because of these talented people who make beautiful things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I take very, very little credit for that. I sort of was just like, it was my weirder shelf. I was just like, I was like, you give me the things, but I'm going to make <laughs> it like shine. I'm going to make it shine. Um, and uh, so that part is just, you know, and I would email with every contributor. I'd make sure like, this is the look I'm seeing for, for your story, for your page, are you okay with it? Or, you know, I told Tatiana, like, um, I, I want to pay, pair your paintings with Kaysen's story because Kaysen's story yeah. is very much about, like, this young sexuality, uh, you know, the first experiences of this young gay man. Um, and Tatiana's paintings are phallic. Um, they're beautifully phallic. And gentle. And, and gentle. Beautiful, yeah. Um, and I thought that made, and I, I do think that that's a mixed for a beautiful, like, editorial mm-hmm. Um, in in the journal, and then um, I had I had the idea of um, you know when reaching out to Monica about anything she could have. She was so sweet. She was so great. You know, we kind of went on a back and forth, and then ultimately she she admitted she had a pretty busy schedule, but she really did want to contribute. She was like, I have these jokes that I just <laughs> write. You know, just like yeah. a note. Like, are they anything? Is this anything? And if you guys know Monica, she's hilarious she's I'm obsessed with her and she knows this um you know I I think she's one of the funniest people ever I was like yeah I'll take your jokes and then Marta had the good idea of instead of reprinting the actual crumpled pieces of paper Mm -hmm. she sort of recreated it in its own way which I loved but that's another example of Marta bringing something in that's also another example of the vulnerability in weird era is just these really like like they're just little mind 
spurts from Monica. I don't know how to, what am I trying to say? I think that's exactly how she would describe it. Literally just like, she she had this series on Instagram for a bit. You know, she's a comedy writer. I Again, I think she's one of the funniest people I've ever, ever encountered. She's a wonderful writer too. She has a novel that's going to come out soon. I'm very excited about it. Um, but she, she just had this series where she was like, ideas for jokes I have. Also, like, I have, you know, been a part of, like, a comedy community. I can tell mm. you this is straight up what you do. If you literally try to write jokes, you just yeah, find yeah, yourself yeah. having a weird notes page <laughs> on your phone that's like, try joke. <laughs> and the thing is, they're all amazing jokes. Like, Monica's... Oh, Monica's, it's one of my favorite parts yeah, of Weird Era, yeah. like, frankly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I guess just to say, um, you can see in all those ways that I, I got to work with such cool people, um, uh, that, that made this beautiful, like in, in its own way. Um, did that answer your question? Was that even the question? Yeah. 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 I think so. Okay. I feel like I'm being a very bad guest. <laughs> like I'm so, I'm no, you're not. confident okay, on the other side. But it's also admittedly kind of hard to talk about like yeah. weird era in an interview because yeah. it is just like it is what it is yeah it very much like I know but it doesn't <laughs> presents I, itself it speaks for itself in a lot of ways so I know but it's very confusing for me when I'm you know at a like dinner party and meeting people and they're like what do you do and then like and I tell them you know I do have mm-hmm. a day job and then I I I I do have these other projects that I do consider work in it very much its own way. And, um, and it, I'm just like, it's a literary space. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not quite a, just a book. It's it, a brand. It's, it's a series brand. of projects. It's a podcast. It's, it's a vibe. It's annoying. It's annoying. It's, I'm so <laughs> sorry guys. It's been so annoying on social media lately. I bet I've been really obnoxious. Um, but also I, the support and the fact that we've, basically sold out is insane to me um and it makes me cry i feel so fortunate to work on sundays and occasionally physically sell a copy Mm. um if you're one of the customers that came in you you will have noticed my overwhelming uh, gratitude um and the party's gonna be great oh yeah um i think actually we're planning on launching this episode on october 1st and october 2nd is gonna be our launch party so if you're listening to this episode on release day, then come to Valdenwee tomorrow night and uh, yeah. readings start at six o'clock. Yeah. Uh, no, readings start at six. Yeah, readings reading start, start at, at six. six. Okay, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> and DJ starts at eight and we'll be celebrating Strudy's birthday. Yeah, also. and because I'm a bratty Libra after the launch, just everyone stay and, and have a mm. nice time with me. I would love that. It sounds like we're at the end of the episode, but we are not. No, we are not. <laughs> That was a commercial for our party. <laughs> okay, selfish interviewer question. Yeah. Uh, dream contributors for volume two. Uh, I'm asking the volume two question also in this. Um, I, I don't know. Um, sorry, that was really annoying, a sound you just made. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I truly don't know. It's, it's very much up in the air. I, I don't, I like, yeah, like you're, you know, kind of suggesting, I don't know if there will be an issue to, uh, but certainly I have someone in mind for the cover. Certainly I have, uh, some ideas and hopes to, you know, while I'm very grateful to have represented, uh, you know, basically all Canadian work in this journal, um, I would love to extend beyond that a bit. And so there are some American authors that I would like to mm-hmm. reach out to. Um, I sort of just like feel really lucky in my personal life that um, through 
my personal networks, I just end up meeting really cool people who are yeah. very talented. Um, you know, Tatiana is a great example. She uh, became a good friend of mine while I was working on this project, and it just immediately became clear that I wanted this very talented person to do this gorgeous cover. Um, and so and that also, truly, I'm not trying to be coy. It's just like, who knows where else, you know, I'll be able to interact with like really cool stuff. But I do want to explore a bit outside of Canada. Um, and I would like Alex, and I think you would like to do, um, you know, something a little more hands-on for the next round. Yeah, I think it'd definitely be fun to do a little bit more. <clears throat> Again, I mean, running a bookstore is hard and there's a so lot, of work. It's a I lot know. of work. I know. Um, the fact that you even like make the time to, you know, support Weird Era in your insane day is another source of great gratitude. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I, I wasn't even fishing for a compliment. I, I, um, but I do think it would be really fun to, to work more in Weird Era. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know what that would be. Well, but... we do sort of like, I'll give you a hand. You said that you were really interested in, in contributing to the visual content, helping yeah, curate. That's like, true. That's um, true. the visual content, which I also think you have an eye for, and it would be really interesting to have. It would be fun to of... flex those muscles a little bit. Yeah. Me, I think, yeah. Because I've always been so much on the like lit side of everything. Yeah. And I have some experience in like arts, yeah. but I can tell you that if there is an issue to... But I love curation. It will matter to me that the cover is as um, gorgeous. I just... Oh, yeah. That's really important to me. I take yeah, great pride. Sure. I, I take great pride in Tatiana, who did this cover. Um, um, you've spoken to me before, and I remember specifically in the days when Weird Era, the literary journal, was still just a little glint in your <laughs> eye, um, saying that you wanted to create your own Paris review. Mm -hmm. um, what is it about that format that draws you to engaging with content this way? And do you think you've accomplished your goal in a little way, or maybe taken a step towards a bigger goal? But I think taking a step towards a bigger goal for real. It's also just fun. Like I grew up in, um, when I was in my twenties and I was a CJEP undergrad and you know, that thing where you really constructively talk about your career as if, <laughs> as, if <laughs> as if life doesn't just take you wherever it takes you. And, yeah. um, I, uh, I remember basically, you know, it was a cynical time. It was just like, oh, you want to work in media? You want to be a writer? You want to oh, be a contributor? Yeah, right. It was like, you're not going to find a job no, that true. way. Print media was also dying. Print media was dying. Hugely. Everyone was like, yeah, you're... Yeah, it was in the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They, no, they were just like, you're a joke if you're actually trying to yeah, do cool. something successful in, in print. <laughs> I forgot about um, that. Yeah. And which obviously was a shame because there mm -hmm. is something really special and beautiful about print. But also it is very expensive and like it is, you know, not exactly the most like rich world for the workers at the very least um publishing that is yeah. and um so uh the fact i'm sort of like the audacity like <laughs> like who am i like, I'm, like i i was raised this way i knew this to be true but i sort of i'm also just like that's why i'm um i, I don't care like just the fact that this issue one exists um, you know, and it, it's print, it's not like it's revived print or necessarily will, but that, that's me endorsing that, like, despite what the, you know, uh, cultural climate says, I, I will always value print as something really special. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, I think we have to, and it, <laughs> especially in our fields, we have to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's so funny kind of looking back on that conversation now and like, it did die 
and I guess in some ways, some fields definitely, in journalism, I think print is very much <clears throat> on its way out. You mm-hmm. know, like, mm-hmm. we don't read newspapers anymore. We mm-hmm. read articles online, mm-hmm. like, as we see fit. Mm-hmm. Um but books, I think paper is like... Mm-hmm. I'm not um, an ebook uh, gal. No, me neither. And they're worse for the environment, listeners. Um, it came out recently that buying an ebook, it's all of the plastic and all of the waste. And it's still an electronic product. It's going to last you like two or three years. And then you have to dispose of all of those indisposable products. And I don't know why you would ever recycle a book, but books are recyclable. <laughs> I mean, I do recycle books in the sense that, like, because it can get insane. Um, I, and you know this. I well, do. Yeah, but you're never, like, throwing a book in a recycling No, no, no in the sense that, like, I periodically go through my collection and I will donate or sell to a used bookstore. Yeah. You know, things that I just, I, over the years, I don't still want. Um, but the more you know, the more you know, period, mm-hmm. with Alex. Yeah. I'm not, I, I very much like a physical book, you know, the book smell, the whole thing. I'm not mm. here for a hardcover. I like a paperback. Um, I'm pretty much always have one in my bag at all times. Do you only carry one book with you at a time? Yeah. you seems insane to me. You carry like a dozen at a time. It's insane. I, yeah. um, I just need the one. <laughs> I have different moods. I never know what I want to listen to. Yeah. Like very rarely do. Yeah. Oh, is it? It yeah, is. It kind of is. It's very, very <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, shit. Um, apart from being beautiful, and I'm He's doing about this me. again. He's talking about me. I'm talking about you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was so overwhelmed just now. I was like, oh, my God. Apart from being beautiful, what else do you do, Sarita? <laughs> um, what does a weird era piece require for it to be deemed as such? I'm so boring. Like it's, No, you can't. Okay. Like, I don't know. Maybe I know. I can't just say question. that it's good. No, it's not an exhaustive question. It's like, it's, you, um, it's, uh, I really do mean that it has to be good, but what does it mean that something has to be good? It means that, um, it can't have bored me. Uh, maybe, maybe that's the way I can describe it. It's like, what doesn't it do? It, it's not boring. Um, so it is engaging. It, um, it's not easy. It's not just like there, like you have to think about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's not totally uh, flat, and if it is, then and I'm th- I'm talking like story and visuals. With visuals, I'm here for colors. I remember talking to Tatiana and very much telling her like it'd be great if if she. You know, I remember having this conversation with her where she was like, you know, what kind of, I had set up a mood board or whatever. I had sent mm. her a Google Drive of images of things that I liked. And she um, uh, she was like, what kind of colors do you want? And I was like, she's a good friend of mine. So I was like, you know how I dress? Like, you know, like how I dress yeah. and I like a pop of color, like vivid color. And she literally, literally immediately, she was like, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think she chose really beautiful, gorgeous, vivid colors. Um uh, so it has to have that and a visual aspect. And in terms of a story, I'm really here for fiction that is asking us why everything is so hard. <laughs> um, and that sounds bleaker than it is, but oh no, yeah, I think that's a really good way to describe it. Yeah. yeah, and if it's and if it's um, but if it's done well, then it won't just be bleak. It'll mm-hmm. be smart. It might even be funny. Um, it might even just be silly. So, yeah. but that's just a question I'm really interested in. Good answer. Thanks. I felt like I needed to step it up. I needed to step it up. This is a weird era. You got to step it up. 
Okay. Now we have some fun questions for Sruti. Let's go. Um, (laughs) I think I've heard somewhere before that you're a Libra. Um, Oh, this is the part he attacks me. How how much credit do you give your astrological sign for your success? I mean, it's my success. It's obviously only convenient, um, but it's just true. Like, I don't know. I don't know uh, how real it all is or isn't. Uh, I am a believer, but... um, it's just very much true that the character trait about me is happens to be a lot of Libra things. I'm like a You're bratty. very subtle about it. Like <laughs> just like I I just want other people to know that I know what I'm like. That's just my way of You just want other people to know you're a Libra. Yeah, so that they know that I know what I'm like. Because I think I'm probably really annoying. Oh my god. <laughs> For many reasons. And this Libra identity helps explain a lot of the annoying things like I can't make a decision um but you know I have good taste <laughs> yeah no that's true yeah I laughed but you're right yeah um if the stories in weird era were your children which would you save from a burning building <sighs> uh, I knew this question was coming and yet it's me <laughs> regardless um I don't think I can answer that question but I can I, I, will, I will swerve that question and answer uh, by pointing out the the two stories <laughs> that... Uh, you know there's no answer for this. I just want to watch you sweat. <laughs> no, but I have, I have a way of, of going around it. Um, there are two stories in here that I swear to God I basically commissioned like six years ago. Um, you know, part of what I'm talking about, about being really lucky is to meet these really talented people. Uh, I knew Natalia Hero before um, her debut novel, Hamid, come out like many, many years before. Um, and, you know, we would trade writing because that's just something I've always cared about. And I remember reading Thirst and I, I said it to her at the spot. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to make it someday, but can this can I have this for that? Um, and it sort of was like generally, she was like, sure, of course. And over the years, finally, when we were to happen, I reached out after a long time and and she gave it to me. And then mm. similarly, um, Alex Manley's short story, uh, The Talk, um, this this is what we were in our 20s. And, I, and Alex and I are, are someone very much who always talk about monogamy, uh, like conceptually. It's kind of our favorite topic. Um, and, you know, long story short, I invited them out to a philosophy lecture and it it prompted um, the story in their head. And that also was a really long time ago. And I just feel so grateful that I actually got to say mine, <laughs> like mine. <laughs> and then it, and, and that's such a long history later there, I did actually do something with them that I wanted. Okay. I don't know if you actually answered my question. No. I How do you feel about me falsely taking credit for your work when customers congratulate me on Weird Era's publication in store when I basically <laughs> did nothing to this project? No, Alex. <laughs> I love it. First of all, someone, someone has listeners. I did nothing. No, no. Weird era is weird era is very much my baby. It's very much sponsored by you know arguably Alex's baby, the bookstore. There's very much uh, an involvement here. Yes, I I I did work on all of it, but um, it's not a joke to say that Alex didn't have like there are administrative qualities to starting a project like this. Like you know, I found China um, who is featured in the journal because mm-hmm. Alex was like, here's this local artist that I've met from consigning at the store. What do you think of their work? Uh, I met Marilyn similarly the same way. Not even met. I haven't met these people, but I met their work. Mm-hmm. And 
um, you know, think, or even the things like, yes, Alex, like, what do you think of this cover? What do you think of this? Alex had very much input in that because I trust his, his opinion. I value it. Um, especially as a sponsored weird era project, he needed to be on board with what it was going to be. Um, he's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because I wasn't again. I, I wasn't even fishing for compliments. I just thought it was a hilarious question, um, and you're answering all of my hilarious questions so seriously. And I find that okay. So I'm infuriated. I'm infuriated. No, no. all the credit at the bookstore. He did nothing, guys. Thank you. That was the answer I wanted. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Uh, walk me through the process of how you came up with the wildly original, never before used oh, name, no. <laughs> Weird Era. Okay, so listeners, here's the thing. <laughs> did we talk about this on the last episode? Yeah, actually, I think we did. Okay, so, but long story short is that um, I've always been a big fan of the band Deer Hunter, especially when I was much younger. And I sort of just had Weird Era, which is one of their APs, as my user handle for like everything, like my Twitter handle that I started in my 20s and um, you know, things like that. I had a college radio show that I named Weird Era. Um, and I just cons- constantly like the name, but it, it sort of doesn't go beyond, like, it doesn't go deeper than that. Um, but, but the latest development is that there is a, a whole book coming out um, from the former or the founder of Pitchfork. Um, they have a memoir coming out, <laughs> and it's literally called Weird Era. Um, we have to interview him. We, I, I would love that. <laughs> Um, and so that's why Alex is being a jerk and talking about its originality. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, honestly, at this point, like if we do put out another issue of this, they might change the name of the book. It only comes out in like 2023. Like, I mean, and if we get them on this podcast in 2023, shook. Like, (laughs) you better work. Um, how much creative juice can we squeeze out of you before you are drained completely? Ew, first of all, never say creative juice to me again. That is horrifying. <laughs> How much creative energy can we squeeze out of you before you're drained completely? That's right up there with moist. Let's leave these words out. Um, I don't know. Let's see. <laughs> Let's find out. I have a lot of energy. It's, it's crazy. I don't, I don't know where it comes from. Alex, uh, Alex and I are actually quite polar opposites in this way. Um <laughs> No, we talk about no, this. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm sure. out and about all the time, and you're not the only person. People are like, your life seems exhausting. And I'm just like, it is. <laughs> because I thrive off yeah. of it. Um, and Alex is much better at, like... Napping. Yeah. <laughs> no, taking care of himself. So, I don't know. Basically, when I burn out, if I burn out... Um, I don't... Also, never. Like, I hope never. I hope I continue yeah. liking art in this way. It's so rewarding. It's so cool. Yeah, no, it is really cool. I don't know what that has to do with you going out. <laughs> I don't know. Did I just get confessional on the app? No, because you were just talking about how I like have so much energy. So that's why that's sort of what you were implying. It's like, like when am I going to tap out? But you know, this is a personality trait of mine that like I'm I'm a bit of a Duracell rabbit. Like I go, yeah. I go, I go, and I don't. I, know why. Well, I said creative energy. Also yeah, but I think it's just a personality thing. I yeah, think okay. I'm just like yeah. I'm annoying, um, as I'm trying to describe. I'm very annoying. You've won the National Magazine Award for Weird Era 2022. You have 30 <laughs> seconds for your acceptance speech. Give it to me right now. Go. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I read this off the cusp of the Emmys. Um, I, <laughs> I just want to... Oh, ah, I was like, wasn't sure if I could swear. No, we have to do a do-over because I actually take uh, award speeches very seriously. Here we go. Okay, we're we doing this. Hey, it's it's... <laughs> It's a weird era. (laughs) 
Um, no, I don't know. I would get up and say that this is crazy. Also, no one gets up because it's not a real award show. It's a national magazine award show. But I would make some sort of social media post about it, and I would thank everyone who made this you know, project possible. I really, truly hope it doesn't seem like I'm uh, the most uh, egotistical person in the world who just likes talking about herself and the things she likes. I, but I guess I am. But, <laughs> That's what this interview is. Um, but um, I really, really like, it's insane that anyone ever has been so supportive and kind of weird era. I can't believe that um, these really smart, talented people I know wanted to share their work. I can't believe that uh, Liberi St. Henry books is composed of Alex and Anthony and Daphne, who just are the biggest supporters. Um, can't believe that the customers have come in. Can't believe all the social media posts. I can't believe that um, literally when I sell one every time on a Sunday, I'm like, what are you, what is happening right now? Um, <laughs> you sell a lot of them. <laughs> I know, I know. And I'm not in store oh, all the time. First printer. I think that that is so cool. I think that's so cool for print, for the future of print. I don't know what it says necessarily, but I think that that's so cool that um, I have now found myself part of this community where we all very much care about these types of things. Mm-hmm. What do you have to say to all your haters? Alex. Um, <laughs> Alex is my biggest hater. I am hater. not a hater. I might actually be your biggest when hater. You but I'm also James like your biggest rights. lover. When you team up with James High Gay Rights... You guys are both extreme haters. Oh my god, he's texting me right now. What the fuck? Gay rights sponsors this episode. James, what the hell? Like this is not a live stream. How did did you say hi? Oh. No, no, no. She, okay, I was like, that's weird. No, he's answering a prior text, but okay, oh my okay. god, James. Um, hi James, we love you. Um James, we do love you. Uh, no, my my biggest enemy is uh, sleep. <laughs> so what do you have to say to sleep? Your main hater, sleep. No, I mean I hope I have haters. You know what's it? You know what I you live for? You do not hope you have haters. Of course I do. You're a Libra. You want everyone. Oh, I don't want to know you. about them. Oh, God, like just don't like I'm don't, don't tell, tell me. You. But of course exists. It, no, it's what is it? What's the story? It's when um goop. You guys, I'm basically Gwyneth Paltrow is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow was was being interviewed about the success of Goop and Martha Shade had publicly thrown... Martha Shade, wow. Martha Stewart has recently thrown some serious public shade mm. at Gwyneth. And then Gwyneth was interviewed about it for this, like, event. And Gwyneth was just kind of coy and she was like, I'm just honored that Martha Stewart even knows my name. <laughs> and I was like... It's like snapping. You can't hear that. Um, and truly, that is how I feel about haters, especially, you know what I mean? Love it. Yeah. Love to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> High school bullies. <laughs> I'm still a nerd. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, Same. Yeah. Same. And that's right. fine. I, I hope you're thriving. Yeah, well. yeah. I hope you guys are doing well. But <laughs> yeah. we're also doing very well, and we're still very nerdy. Yeah. Um, in your short story, No Pain, No Gain, oh featured in Weird Era, your main character, Susanna, texts with her friend Kevin at one point to ask for advice in dealing with <laughs> the dud of a man she's currently seeing casually. Kevin seems unhelpful and distant and gay based on his text message, boy, bye. Is this character based on me or is it just a caricature of all your gay male friends? It's a caricature. <laughs> God, this is it. That's the one. That's the one. I'm crying. That's the one. Wow. So, yes, Alex, that is based on you. It's based on all characters of gay men. 
um, frankly. And but also it is it is a extremely pro gay story. There is a Beyonce reference dropped in there, and I will <laughs> um, anyone who can find it. Beyonce's not gay. <laughs> No shit. Um, you can't say it's a gay story because Beyonce's in it. It's for the gays. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is just now we're going totally different. This is, um, this is because Alex doesn't love Beyonce like a like a, a other character. Oh, no, 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 no. I just I just don't know how including Beyonce in your story makes it uh, queer literature. I mean, yeah, face value, no, but like. I get, I get it. It's like if when we're playing, um, you know, Carly Rae in the store or whatever, and someone comes in and is like, oh, this is a gay bookstore. Like, <laughs> no, we're just playing like Carly Rae. Like, like, we're not not. We're not also. not. That's, that's what I mean. No, we're just playing um, music. Yeah, I put my dinky little story in the book. Um, I, I emphasize. I love that. it. I loved your story. Oh, no pain, you. no gain. Thank it's you. the last one. It closes out the collection in an excellent way, and I like that you closed your own collection. Like... Yeah, I don't know if I'll do it every time, but also, you know, if no one else is going to no, publish you, publish yeah, yeah, yourself. Exactly. Like, I'm totally for that. But um, it, yeah, you know, it might not work in other collections. You might not have a piece that, like, works. Like, like I said, and this is why I was talking at the beginning of the interview a little bit about, like, the cohesive themes that you're using in Weird Era, because you are using cohesive themes, whether or not you realize you're doing it or not, a closer read. Mm-hmm, apparently. Um, yeah, I wasn't joking about the Beyonce reference, and I'll, I will I will have a drink with whoever wins and catches it at Bold and Me on October second. Um, Wait, what are you talking about? There really is a Beyonce reference in the short story. Oh, I'm sure there is, and it's like it's actually very obvious, but also maybe it's a code. I don't know. But well, yeah, I also that? like I you know I don't remember your story line by line, so I can't say I remember a Beyonce reference. But I imagine she was just like playing a song in the background, and it was Beyonce. No, this is oh, now I'm gonna have to reread your story. <laughs> no, I'm gonna have to reread your <laughs> dumb story. Are you kidding? I literally read it this afternoon just so I could get Kevin's three text messages that he said he has no lines in this story, listeners. But yeah, he's a one dimensional character, like. That's exactly. very much the point. Like, her friends um, are, you know, sometimes absent <laughs> in her personal growth. And it's about, she has to, like, look in the mirror and being like, okay. Her gay male friends. Um, listen, if it helps anyone, in my in my head, he is a man of color. I thought so, too. Actually. Yeah, okay. He was in my head also. Yeah. I, like, <laughs> it was more of a joke when I was like, is this me <laughs> yeah. or is this but it, that's what all writers say, and it's true. I, like, it, yeah, it is you, but, like, also oh, I wasn't, course. like... I, I'm, I am absolutely writing from, like, a, 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 things that I know and that I see in the world, but did that exact experience happen to me? No. Yeah. Um, am I literally just not saying Alex and saying, like... No, but I know. I've been unhelpful and distant and gay before. And you also have... I've been unhelpful and distant and gay before! <laughs> but you also what, have... That's the most homophobic thing I've ever heard! What does that even mean? <laughs> that was my descriptor for Kevin. And I was like, okay, I relate to this. Um, but also, yeah, I mean, you have about 15 other gay friends. So An ex it could be in. any of us. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Hearing you say that is, I'm sure that um, there are people who can, you know, an ex is going to read it. And yeah. Be like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's Which, why I was like, yeah, so is it based on me or is it all of us? It's all of you. <laughs> it's all of us. Oh, yeah. Um, 
it's a kind of person that exists out there in the world. You can't get um, mm-hmm. three-dimensional about your side characters all the time. No, exactly. This Especially when much... they're just a device to... And also, yeah, maybe it's a, a totally times, right yeah. read. And maybe it says a lot about Susanna that she just, like, flattens her uh, her external world in this way. Yeah. Um, that's really interesting, Alex. Thank you. Yeah, no. That came out really sarcastic, but I'm serious. <laughs> no, I, I know you're serious. Yeah. So I think now that's it. Yeah. I've asked you all I wanted to ask and, um, yeah. Thank you so much. This was fun. Again, I don't, I, it's dumb. Thank you guys so much for your support. (laughs) I don't know what to say. Um, I'm very, very grateful and, um, you know, long live print, I guess. Yeah. We're just silly people who like to talk and (laughs) make things and yeah. Talk to other people who make things. Talk to other people who make things and tell other people why they should hear about this thing that another person has made. Exactly. There isn't a word for it. No, exactly. I think, I don't, yeah, no, I don't know. Somebody told me once that I was a cultural curator. Yeah, and I, I be will, right. like, put that on my, that will be on my tombstone, <laughs> even though I think I was like, see? Like, Is he going to say see? No, it's so, like, haughty, and, like, I actually hate it. But. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. This is really cool. Thanks, everyone, for the Weird Era support, and hopefully uh, the two of us will see you tomorrow. Yeah. We'll see you tomorrow night, guys. <laughs>